no, Josh. ESPN's already run out of programming for the Ocho. They're re-airing Omega Ball. Well, that didn't take long. It took three shows. <laughs> they, Omega Ball was on at 6 a.m. this morning. So, or actually, I'm sorry, 9 a.m. It was we on when we started on. the show. Yeah. Man, we're really running out of stuff here quickly. I want them to have the Excel spreadsheet show back on so you could see that to make sure that I wasn't losing my mind whenever I saw it. <laughs> it uh, seems like it wouldn't be that hard to fill all this programming for one day, right? I mean, <laughs> well, you just need like eight sports. That's right. You? Okay, I have a um, – b- before we get to the uh, top five stories of the day, and again, we're, we're following this conference roller coaster, which again – I still don't know why the Big Ten seems like it's in such a rush to add Oregon and Washington. What's the – I mean, what is the urgency for them? And uh, Because they're acting with urgency, right? I mean, they truly are right now. It's so tough to get a gauge, man. Okay. I mean, you know, in all of this, who's the messenger? And you have to ask yourself that constantly because you can't – triple vet these reports with how quickly they're out there right now. I mean, literally, no. you're hearing from one person and going with it is is what's happening here in these reports on Twitter. Because everything is changing constantly. The Pac-12 was going to stay together at the start of this show. By the end of this program today, there's nothing on Arizona or Arizona State, who, again, we don't even know if Arizona State has an invitation to the Big 12. We're all assuming it. We would think so. But now, all of a sudden, it went from they're staying together to – Oregon and Washington are deeply entrenched in a Big Ten conversation, and it's expected to happen. Like, I, I just can't fathom that much changing that quickly. How badly do you think Arizona wants to go to the Big 12? I think they're in. I think they want to badly. So, I really do. So I've uh, – this is from my friend John, okay? Go ahead. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line 405-651-3439. Someone that grew up in Pac-12 country, right? Arizona State grad. Sure. I just don't think it's happening. Arizona didn't want to go to the Big 12. Then it got a below-expected media rights deal. It makes sense that they'd try to negotiate the deal rather than do something it never really wanted, i.e. leave. Mm. See, I think they do want to go. Well, you know, let's just, let's just hit the top because this is big story number five. I'll work on my personal dilemma that I have later in the show. But in, in NASCAR terms, whenever a restrictor plate crash happens in front of you, y'all, we're in this. So let's roll with the top five stories today, shall we? It's time for the top five stories of the day. Brought to you by Newcastle Casino. Newcastle Casino, where real gamers play. Let's go, man. Newcastle Casino has happy hour Monday through Friday, 3 to 6. So check it out. That is I-44, exit 207. Um, And did we mention, too, they've got Kitchen 44 that's located at Newcastle Casino. Uh, did I say 207? I'm adding 100. Exit 107. I-44, exit 107. They've got the Renaissance Gift Shop and Front Row Sports Bar located right there where we usually broadcast from. Monthly drink specials. Become a new member at Newcastle Casino and earn $250 in bonus play. All right, so big story number five. That's where we are. Number five. So his theory, your buddy John's theory, is that Arizona never wanted to leave the Pac-12, right? Yeah. I think at its core, none of them wanted to leave, except for USC and UCLA. And maybe they didn't really want to either, Josh. But at their, I, I think at their core, they didn't want to. But it just, hear me out, it makes zero sense to stay with an unknown amount of money per year that if the right amount of subscribers – 
can push you to a level that, all right, here we are, we're making money, let's go, to a set, hey, here's $31 million. That's yeah, what you're going to get. It's hard. It's, it's no like, hey, would you like to stay in the Pac-12 pyramid scheme, or do you want, like, a real job? And this just this seemed to be the most obvious slam dunk. Now, if it is, if it is possible, right, that another media entity was in on this, and suddenly someone swooped in and said, "Hey, okay, we'll we'll pay X dollars for your late night package or whatever." I mean, if that if that happens, great, right? Good for the Pac-12. But it sounds like Josh, that didn't happen, and. Nobody's nobody's wanting to be the bad. Well, actually, I think the Big Twelve has no problem being the bad guy here. I really don't. Well, because they understand they, they they they've had other people try to be the bad guy right. to to them. They have no problem whatsoever with with taking Arizona. They have none. They had no problem at all taking Colorado. And they shouldn't. You know why? Because they're fighting for survival. But I will say, if if they can find a way to keep this Pac-12 together. I think it's got a chance. They're going to have some good football teams with what Oregon and Washington have the next few years. I mean, they do. Uh, but again, it's been a roller coaster today. If you're just tuning in, here's the Cliff Notes version. We went to sleep last night with Arizona in the Big 12. It was all but formalized. We woke up this morning and things had fallen apart all across the board. The Oregon and Washington exit to the Big Ten hit some sort of wall, according to Nicole Arbach. An overnight snag. The Pac-12 was going to meet this morning and they were going to finalize their grant of rights and media deal and stay together. Well, apparently they didn't finalize that deal. Washington had some issues with the Apple TV+. Plus, So that went from... I mean, this is literally, I'm not making this up. This is right in the middle of this show that this all has happened. This went from the Pac-12 is surviving. We were taking tweets back in hour one. Hey, good to see the Pac-12 survive. To Josh saying, I don't know if it's over yet. I'm like, really? Like, Yeah, I don't think it's over yet. To where it looks like that by 11.09 a.m. on KREF Sports. What am I saying? On the Ref Sports Radio Network. Follow us at KREF Sports. That's what I was trying to say. Where it looks like Oregon and Washington are now on their way to the Big Ten. Allegedly. <laughs> and I don't even know if I buy that. Yeah. Again, who who is the messenger? We just – is it Oregon and Washington? Is is that from the Big Ten? I mean – Is that Big 12 leaking information Is it Arizona? <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just – all of this. We just don't know. It's – so many different outcomes here, I think, are legitimately plausible outcomes. You know what this does guarantee? I'm going to spend way too much time scrolling on X today. Not pharmaceutical X on, <laughs> right. on Twitter.com. Yeah. Can you imagine me trying to mow my yard on X? Babe, X, I formerly c- known as uh, Twitter. Babe, I mowed circles in the yard. Look how beautiful they look. What? Come out here. I just love you. What? Um, is there anything? I mean, we got 40 more minutes or 50 more minutes of this Cervary radio program. This is not going to get solved in this hour, right? I, I mean, don't think so, no. <laughs> and, in fact, Steel Man, who is out at Riverwind Casino today, might have about five or six more twists and turns before all is said and done. I don't think this is done by day's end. Do you? No. I don't. I don't think so either. I think it's going to turn into another night. I'll tell you what's going to happen. I do an, uh, an 8 to 11 a.m. show, Josh, on the weekends, and that show is re-aired all day long. 
Do you want to know how many shows I get paid for? One. But it re-airs all day, so it will happen right around the moment that I finish that 11 a.m. show. That That's when it will happen tomorrow. That's exactly when it's going to happen. All right, um, Which that'd be great, right? Cause no, I'd be off the air, and then I'll be repeating all my bad information all day long. <laughs> well, but part of the fun is just going on the, the ride. It's not the destination, it's the, the trip to get there. Yeah, how can I stay generic on that? All right, I- anything else you want to add to this? We just wait? Are we good? What do we do? I feel like Arizona wants to go, and the Board of Regents trying to convince the Board of Regents there is a little bit of a hiccup. Oregon and Washington, I think the financials of the Big Ten, clearly they're not getting full shares, right? I mean, that's mm-hmm. so obvious. And uh, I think there's plenty still to sort out. Yeah, I agree. I think this is going to take a while. Oh, I just refreshed Twitter, and the Big Ten deal fell apart again. No, I'm just kidding. You never know. That's how this has been And, and today. this is why when you asked me yesterday in closing on this for a, a moment, you said, do you think we'll have finality on this tomorrow? No. I, I said no. And last night I was feeling like, man, that was a dumb thing that I said yesterday on the air. <laughs> and You sound pretty smart now. Yeah, and now I feel smart again just because okay. I, I anticipated there would be this back and forth. Let me, let me throw one more angle to this. Is there a now as we as we know, Brett Yormark has let it be known he thinks there's equal value with UConn as there is to anyone else. Like if it was up to him. They might go UConn instead of Arizona. So is there a point where the Big Twelve says, you know what? We offered you, we invited you, and then we had to wait around, and now you're not even saying whether or not you're going to take this deal? We're moving on. I think – I don't think they would. No. No, I don't think you so. You wait out Arizona? Yeah. yeah. Because, because of the stability it could provide you if you then get Arizona State and Utah to follow but and the I Pac-12 dissolves. Because you can go get UConn whenever you want. Right, but – Again, is are you going to get the money to bring them in? Like, is ESPN and Fox going to say, yeah, here's your extra $30 million? I don't think immediately, but with all of these dominoes playing, if this happens with the Pac-12, it's a matter of time before the Big Ten keeps ballooning and before the SEC keeps ballooning and before the ACC's next. I don't think the SEC is going to do anything unless it's Notre Dame. And by the way – Or Florida State and Clemson? No, I don't even think that. I think if they wanted Florida State, they'd have them. I, I sit back in my ivory, my beautiful ivory tower here, and I'm able to just watch all this. It's like Hunger Games right now. I feel like I'm one of the bad guys in Hunger Games. We are. That's where right. You're, you're, we're just watching everyone like eat themselves right now and murder each other to try to get here. They're a best position themselves. I got a lot of cash on Oregon in this deal. I, I, you know, I'm with you on that. I, I'm not even arguing with you on that. But they seem to have um, – no one wants to be the bad guy here and kill the Pac-12. Well, and the SEC, it's such a good okay. situation. They don't have right. to freak out over this. Let me, let me make another movie analogy. I, because I can't think of the movie's name. And it's just a theory. We're talking conference realignment. We're, we're struggling to get through big story number five because it's been the biggest story of the sure. game. Um, to me, to me, is there a chance – Let's say there's a movies like where they fake a war, 
right? And they they fake awards, like Charlie Murphy's work, something like that. Charlie Murphy, one of my Chappelle show. But there is a movie where they basically fake a war, and uh, yeah, movie where they fake a war. All right, let's see what we got. Uh, how to fake a war? Wag the dog. Is that what it is? Yes, that's exactly what it is. Wag the dog. What if this is all a wag the dog moment from the Pac-12 this morning, from Arizona, from Washington and Oregon? Where they basically want to make it seem like, no, we tried to do this. We tried to come together so that they can't be viewed as the bad guy. Because it just seems as if nobody wants to be the Razor Ramon. Nobody wants to be the, the, the Ted DiBiase or the Ric Flair and all of this. Sometimes you need a bad guy and somebody's got to say, yeah, we, we got to go. This, and, here's a spreadsheet. And the bad guys are Oklahoma, Texas, USC, right. and UCLA. And for some reason, now we're all worried about who's who's next to be the bad guy. I know. it's There's already been bad guys. And you know what? You can call it a bad guy or you can call it a, a good businessman or businesswoman. Right. Make uh, good business decisions. Don't make bad ones. See, I don't even know if – okay, they said this is live on SportsCenter right now. Pete Thamel says Arizona's deal to join the Big 12 expected to be finalized soon. Arizona State-Utah future with the Pac-12 remains uncertain. So they're they're that uh, now again, I don't know if that's an old graphic or not. They've been scrolling that oh okay. story from last night all morning on okay. the Ocho. Well, maybe here. that's it. Maybe that's it. All right. Um now, can we finally put them into it? I think we're good. I did not have Wag the Dog reference on my bingo card today. I haven't seen it in twenty years. All right, big story number four. Number four. Oh. We did get some football last night, and it ended up being a, a, a pretty solid finish after a fun, okay, let me just, fun stretches throughout this thing. Because in the end, y'all, this was a rough show. Oh, here was uh, the first touchdown for the, for the New York Jets. First touchdown of the season, I believe. First and goal for the Jets. Abanaconda turning towards the pylon. And in for the touchdown. Cleveland, though, bounce back. He's wide to the left. Here's Mon. Bootleg out to the left. He throws. Kelly caught it at the two, at the one. He's in. Touchdown, John Kelly. This is what it'll be like when we win the AFC championship. When that guy said that after a punt return in the preseason, I was like, oh, my gosh, this Browns team is doomed. (laughs) Yes, it's not not a good start. Um, Oh, here here is the final play to seal the deal. Takes the snap, back in the pocket, up in the pocket, throws down the middle of the field, and that is picked off. They got it. And they sit down on it, and the Browns come up with it, picked off on the play by Bubba Bolden, and the Browns defense is finally going to put this one away with 40 seconds left to go. You know, I uh, one of my favorite podcasts is the GM Shuffle. Now, I won't lie, I spent a lot of time fast-forwarding through that bad boy, but... Uh, Femi Abidafe cracked me up last night uh, when he tweeted, "Great, felt great to sweat an NFL game and the cover. We're back, folks. And I'm like, bro, I get it that you work for Vizen, but we're really talking about sweating a cover in the Hall of Fame game? You've got – What are we doing, Femi? I've got a number I can share with you, actually. <laughs> I mean, we have all of these disclaimers on every – sports wagering piece of promotion there is and he's like man i'd have sweat to finish the hall of fame game <laughs> i don't mean to laugh but th- you <sighs> might have a problem all right big story number three number three it appears 
as if everything became officialized with Kelly Maxwell yesterday joining the Oklahoma Sooners. Uh, She changed her bio on Twitter and Instagram. And it's been reported and looks like it's a done deal. I have no problem with people being mad, Oklahoma State fans. That's fine. You have every right to be. But if you're going to be mad, I don't think the taking it out on the player is the way to go. That's just me. This is this is different, right? This isn't Katie. I don't need to see some neck taking a pee in his front yard and thinking that's cool, right? We don't need to go shut down his restaurant. <laughs> Kelly's awesome from everything that I've seen. Why, did, why isn't the frustration ever with the coach of where they're leaving when this happens? You know what? And you haven't even heard from her yet. I thought, not to turn this into a football conversation, but I thought the way that uh, Brennan Thompson handled explaining why he left Texas, I know everybody wants some sort of scorched earth thing. It's like, yeah, Austin sucks. Austin's terrible. But literally, it was like small town Texas kid. Austin really wasn't his thing. Sure. Right? And that's it can be that simple. Kelly Maxwell, hey, I've done a lot at Oklahoma at Oklahoma State. I wanted to learn from Jen Rocha. I just thought it was going in a direction I didn't like. And what's wrong with that? I don't know. Yeah, it's it's a good situation to come to OU. The same way that for Kevin Durant it was a great situation to go to Golden State. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just to me, I get it. There's name, image, and likeness, and this and that nowadays, but. Uh, the situations are totally different in the sense that you're talking about somebody that is a professional athlete in Kevin Durant, and that is not the case for Maxwell here. Right. So attacking a college kid over some perceived loyalty that they need to have to you, it just feels a little dirtier to me than the city feeling the way that it did about Kevin Durant. Yeah, I, and by when the way. When you've gotten paid millions upon millions in a max contract, it's just different. They're different situations. Um. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, it's again. I don't be mad. Be mad. But you going after? Oh, disloyal. This turn in your. I'm fine. It this happens. Well, and you don't. You don't know Kelly Maxwell. Right. You don't know her story. I. I'm excited to get to know her more. She seems awesome. What a fit for Oklahoma. I, I didn't even have a problem with Jen Jen Carlson's article. Right. I mean, it, that that's just every text that I've had since this happened. I'm. I'm going to read the two texts that I got from friends of mine this morning that, that follow and cover softball. Um, and, I'll, and I'll allow them to rename Lainis, uh, uh, Nameless. Guy covers Waco, uh, covers Baylor. Gasso has no chill, as if the Pokes needed more reason to resent the Sooners. I didn't respond because my only because resp- like I get mad, I'm like, help if they beat us more. But I, I just, yeah, you're right. Uh, here was the other one. Hold on, what did I do? I mean, don't you admire that if you're another fan base? Isn't sure. this what you – it makes you jealous, sure, but don't you admire it? OU softball just going to continue to be more hated, more and more hated. Crazy they were the darlings at one point. Yeah, they were the – That's what happens when you win. You live long enough, the hero becomes the villain, baby. That's my favorite thing that – And this idea that – Patty Gasso shouldn't try to win is so stupid. Oh, well, you know, it's a bedlam rival, and they're the big villains, and nobody likes – yeah, welcome to the party. When you win, (laughs) people don't like you. Um, And, yeah, great point by Kelly. Great point, Kelly. Um, 
OSU has known for weeks that she was looking to go elsewhere. They've known for weeks. Kevin Durant slithered out like a snake. She had <laughs> I don't think I understand that that frustration. Man, I completely totally do. I don't expect OSU fans to be high fiving and hugging. I wouldn't be if an OU person was leaving for OSU. That was an integral part. If Jordy Ball left for Oklahoma State, I think there'd be a little bit of what? I'd be mad about it. But is what? Or it is. Texas, or Texas for that matter. All right, big story number two. Number two. Uh, Winari Day, August fourteenth. I don't think um, Brandon would mind me giving you this update. But we had brought up that there was on the in the on three article, and I and I read it as follows: that there was a hold on here. Let me make sure I say it correctly, because I don't want to then screw up. Georgia June second, Oklahoma June 9th, Tennessee June sixteenth, and Missouri June twenty third. He was scheduled to take the Oregon in September, according to this on three article, but was also recently on campus for an official visit. So obviously, a lot of you. Uh, unofficial visit. A lot of you reached out and were like, no, that's incorrect. So um, Brandon said the Oregon official canceled as we know it right now. Georgia and Tennessee viewed as top. Oh, you remain the whole time. Still there. They have been the one constant. Minor Caden Green is a teammate now at OU. Kamari Moore is a 2025 commit and teammate. And Isaiah Mosey will be committed soon, and he's a 2025 teammate. All three, along with Adebore, are his closest friends. The OU staff having what uh, Winari calls his strongest relationship and a competitive NIL is why lots of people have OU as the leader. Georgia reporters are the only ones saying Georgia. It seems as if it's a battle between OU and Missouri. August 14th, we'll all find out together. Did he give a time on that on August 14th? I don't think so. That's right. Oh, there'll be another real. Oh, 7 p.m. Central Time. There you go. In his high school, he'll be choosing between those five. It's probably right on the graphic. And <laughs> when I looked at it last night, I just. Didn't I don't say think that. it is. I just think it has the date on the graphic. So I think you're fine. But yeah, thanks to Brandon for just making sure we all had the information we needed. And number one. Number one. Number one. Number one. Got a camp update next. Talking OU football as they're on the practice field as we speak. It's brought to you by Neutral Vodka Seltzer Real Juice. Take a break. It's top five stories today brought to you by uh, the good folks in Newcastle Casino here on the ref. All right. You want to uh, you want to have the next round of over analyzing a video clip? <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Here we go. Uh, George Stoya moments ago of Sooner Scoop fame uh, has been on the Plank Show. Good friend of mine. He tweeted a video showing Dijon Cherry. Who's that? Dijon. That actually would be an awesome, awesome name. Awesome name. So he's showing Dejon Terry coming off the ball and hitting pads. And I I assume this is with all the defensive tackles because while I can't see the full numbers, Josh, there's three guys whose number starts with five. And on the defensive line – the only three guys whose numbers start with five are Jacob Lacey, Grayson Halton, and um, where was the third one that I had? on? Oh, Ashton Sanders. All guys that we consider to be interior defensive linemen, right? Yes. Marcus Tripling is in that group. Oh. 
I mean, and is it just uh, occasionally that you, you mix and match a little stop, bit? Stop, stop. No, come on, man. I need a storyline from camp here to pay off big story number one. I, I think it's probably that, I though, just because. He's moving around. He's, I mean, he's only 250, so, I mean, well, I don't think he's on the interior. And the coaching staff has been so transparent about Jonah Laulu's move. It's not as though they're trying to pull one over on anybody. Let's see here. Is there anyone that saw the same thing I did here? I got to go through the comments real quick. I think everybody likes what Dijon Terry looks like. In other words, the other uh, point in just watching this video, there's a lot of dudes, <laughs> and that's good to see. <laughs> there's a lot of dudes. That's really, really good to see. Competitive depth that we've heard about constantly. Const and you're right, Josh. If there is one – there can be people that hate on things and how they're presented uh, by this coaching staff all they want, but they've been pretty upfront about dudes and, and where they are position-wise. It's not like magically you go out there, it's like, hey, I didn't realize that guy was going to be a linebacker this year or a, they moved him to safety. Then again, it's not right out of the realm of possibility that so something happens uh, right here in camp that somebody gets switched around, but I'm going to guess that. Yeah, no, probably, no, no. no. I, I, I'm telling you right now. I'm. That's going to be the on. I'm just warning everyone. It's going to be a a running joke with how I'll see something and completely overreact to it. We won't get any of that next week, but the following week, I expect you to be over oh, overreacting right. left and right. Oh, now here's here's a video of Kelvin Gilliam. Look how good he looks. Oof. It's time, Kelvin Gilliam. Let's go, baby. Either you or Mr. Grayson Halton. If one of you two can step up, man, that'd be uh, terrific news. Um, ooh. Walter Rouse, he looks like an offensive. Okay, I'm going to have to I thought to stop you were about it. to say built like a house. What well, He is. Look at this dude. I mean, okay, can we have a conversation? And I know this is an old conversation and one we've had many times. What are, um, what's up with our coaches? Like, how in the world can you be wearing long-sleeve hoodies in this weather, Josh? How? I don't – I don't get it, peeps. I think I've asked Bill Beanbow about it. I think it was like, oh, I don't even know the heat. I'm like, gosh, I want to get to that point. What did Jason Ferries tell us yesterday? What did he tell us? When you're out in the heat and you go outside right away, you're used to it. When you go inside, you got to get used to the heat. You're doomed. But all, uh, today is a window. There is an open window that's currently taking place for uh, media to, to tape, film, whatever term you want to use now, digitally capture some of practice. So I'm sure we'll get some knee-jerk reactions throughout the day on Twitter. And, of course, I mean, front and center for us, Parker Thune is out there as well. Uh, anything else you want to add from camp? Anything that you've seen kind of buzzing through the – the vine right now? Not necessarily, okay. but I'm I'm really intrigued to hear from Coach Venables and a couple of these players and just, you know, who, who's who's done this or who's done that? You know, it's still so early that uh, probably we're not going to get a ton, but I'll be uh, glued in all the same. Yeah, I'm going to be the same way. I'm going to be the same way. Uh, our camp updates are brought to you by Neutral Vodka Seltzer, an official sponsor of OU Athletics made with only vodka seltzer and real juice find neutral that's n-u-t-r-l 
at any of your local liquor, liquor stores or ask for it by name at your favorite bar or restaurant. To the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line for the last 30 minutes right here on The Ref. I can right, my Chevrolet text line. Do we have any new news during the commercial break? I feel like every time I refresh Twitter, something else has happened. Okay, we're good. For now. Which means that there's actually progress happening. Whenever there's radio silence, it means that things are happening and there's not just oh. messaging getting tossed out. No, nope, there is. There's breaking news. <laughs> Oregon and Washington inform Pac-12 presidents that they plan to accept an invitation from the Big Ten, and an in- invitation from the Big Ten is coming soon. Man, you called this right off the top of this show. I wasn't buying it, was I? Um, I mean, literally, this just dropped a minute ago. And you can kiss Arizona, Arizona State, and Utah goodbye, too. I wonder where – are all three now going to end up in the Big 12? Yes. Just the way that it was always going to wind up. So ESPN is going to give them each a full share. Yes. And they're going to add $120-plus million onto their media deal. Ding, 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 because they get uh, they get night windows with those schools. They get that, that extra window. That's a lot of money, dude. That's a lot of money. Yeah, but that's easy to make up with advertisers. Have you seen how things are going for ESPN recently? I hear you on that. I don't I don't know, dude. I don't know that the Big 12 is, is invited Arizona State or Utah. But you've been right so far today, so I'm just going to go with you. Uh, Nicole Arbach, latest twist. Things appear to be, again, trending towards Oregon and Washington joining the Big 10. I don't understand the push by the Big 10 in this either. Oregon and Washington joining the Big Ten, becoming the latest schools to lead the Pac-12, putting the Pac-12 future in doubt. This is uh, as we speak right now from Brett McMurphy. Oh, we have a breaking news sponsor, don't we? We do. It's uh, Wagner's Heating and Air. All right. Thanks to Wagner's Heating and Air for uh, bringing us this breaking news. I would say ESPN, though, a lot of their problems isn't the actual programming side and selling it. Uh It's too much cash in the – personalities that be oh i see what you're saying the people as a as opposed to disney and just disney as a whole not even necessarily what espn is doing the the sports programming i feel like is pretty successful for them i think so too i think so too i mean that's that's where they're getting their ratings from everybody just needs to keep that in mind the the live programming is is what you're selling that's what you're making money off of so okay here's a couple of other notes here real quick Since the Pac-12 couldn't close a grant of rights this morning, Oregon and Washington have come to an agreement with the Big Ten. Amanda Kristovich, sports business reporter for FOS, tweets, As I reported yesterday, there's no guarantee that the Big Ten will get enough money by adding Oregon and Washington. A source told me it's unlikely the schools will come in with a full share. Over the past year, the Big Ten has been divided on further expansion. You know, then there's a couple of things that we've learned through this process, right? It was true all along that the Big Ten never wanted to be the bad guy that imploded the the Pac-12. And now I guess in this instance – At least in a public perception sense. I I would assume that in this instance, Josh, they just stepped back and were like, all right, forget it, let's go. We want these two schools. We want to have that West Wing. Let's go. They – Oregon and Washington 
got it accomplished because I think they were the parties that were involved in selling this idea this morning and overnight that momentum had stalled. Yeah. Because they knew that that would maybe get this thing done. Wow. How about this? Oh, let me send my congrats to um, Jeff Schwartz. This is what he always wanted. Um, Big 10 radio bound, buddy. <laughs> um, is this good for the Big 10? I think, yeah, o- overall it is. I-, I don't logistically love it. 16, and the flex flex protect plus scheduling model they unveiled was perfect. I right. mean, everybody was happy with it, but now you got to re- rework all of that. That's why. I, I'm paint me shocked, man. Paint me shocked. The Big Ten is going to invite Oregon and Washington to join the league. And the ACC will be next, ladies and gentlemen. What's what's the ACC going to do, you think? Oh, they're going to collapse like the Pac-12 is what they're going to do. <laughs> now, that, that might not be anytime soon, but mm. Florida State, I mean, they're already telling you, we want out. Boy, it's, I, there is this part of me that whenever I was pulling it, I mean, literally, this show has gone from – 8.45, three hours ago, when we did the crossover, Oregon to Wa- and Washington to the Big Ten reaching a snag, and it's not going to happen. Now in three hours, Oregon and Washington are on their way to the Big Ten. Which means Arizona's definitely gone. Oh, yeah. And, and we'll see what happens with Arizona State and Utah. Yeah, I would imagine each of those two. Cal, Stanford, any chance? I mean, they, they seem like the unlikeliest fit of all time for the Big 12. Big Rich and OKC, by the way, writes Utah makes more sense in the Big 12 with OU and BYU and BYU. I don't think BYU wants to be in a conference with Utah. No, they don't. That's, but you know that's what? part of it, Big Rich. Guess what? USC and UCLA didn't want to be in a conference anymore with Oregon and Washington, and they didn't win that fight either. Oh yeah, no right. Not only did they, not only did they win, but in the end, pff. Texas A&M didn't want to be in a conference with Texas and Oklahoma they lost anymore. That. Boy, that's a pretty quick bleep you, though, to USC, isn't it? Like, they at least gave Texas A&M a good eight to nine years, or uh, seven to eight years in the league without Texas before they're like, ah, we're going to go get Texas. I mean, that, USC didn't give it to play a game before they went and they got a new West Coast arm. It's uh, It's been so calculated, hasn't it, mm-hmm. from the Big Ten just just let the just let the ink dry baby. How about this from Sooner Steven? It makes the Big 12 look like the bad guy and they're not scared of what that looks like or appears. The Big 10 no longer gets the bad rap of it all. It's all show to deflect blame. I think you're right. And you said it, we said it earlier. There's no there is no concern whatsoever from the Big 12 and being the bad guys. And there shouldn't be. No. Because guess what? Everybody was totally cool with being the bad guy to the Big 12. Nobody cared about you, Iowa State. Nobody cared about you, Kansas State. Nobody cared about you, a TCU. Oh, so yeah. you, sh- you shouldn't care either. We, we had, I, I've, I have this text. Boy, why do I keep going back to my phone like I'm trying to sound cool or something? But I was texting with a former Oklahoman back when it was the daily Oklahoman beat writer George Schroeder the other day. And we were – um, we were going back and forth on expansion talk. And, and I had made the point, nobody cared about Iowa State and Kansas State whenever it looked like they weren't going to have a home. And that was only – Oh, it was funny. It was yeah. funny to the rest uh, of the nation. <laughs> look at that. And that was only 
2012 years ago, and then again three years ago. Right. Right? And these same schools that might be up the creek without a paddle, guess what? Suddenly saved. A a couple of them, they they had the option to join Kansas State, et cetera, et cetera. And they said, nope, you're not worth our time. An Iowa State official told me with very good real anxiety, uh, with very real anxiety, we're going to be in Conference USA. He didn't mean a move to Conference USA. He just meant if everyone bolted back in the Pac-16 days, Iowa State in the big in the remains of the Big 12 would be in something like Conference USA. Right. And now look where they are. And now it's Oregon State and Washington State. And I feel so bad. And Stanford and Cal, right? Yeah, probably. Or do you think they get they they could be down the road ads I think for the Big 10, Stanford and Cal. I don't think it's immediate though. Mm. And I just I don't know how they're going to exist as independents. Do you? I don't think they can. I think you're right. Which, uh, you know, the other kind of interesting angle to this is the Mountain West all of a sudden becomes a pretty good conference. I, I just – I always firmly believe that Arizona was on its way to the Big 12. Firmly believe it, never doubted it. Don't doubt it now. I think it still happens. But I thought the most ridiculous thing were these rumors of Washington and Oregon. I'm like, gosh, come on, they're not going to do this, are they? If they would, they would have already done it. Right. Why are you in a rush now? What does it do? See, they they cold-blooded realized that they could wait and not pay him as much. And they waited him out, too. Oh, guess what? You guys didn't get your grant of rights signed? All right, here's 31 mil. Join us for a half a share. <laughs> no, that's, that's not even a half a share, right? It's like a... A, a smaller percentage if, than that. If that was the wow. the episode of secession that they were operating over there in the Big Ten, then bravo, mission accomplished. All right, quick break. When we come back, we'll uh, try to – I keep trying to get to the text line. Everything is great, um, but we just keep getting breaking news during this show, so we'll hit as many as we can next on The Ref. Do you know, this is a good point, too. Uh, fascinating ramifications in the softball world for this Oregon and Washington move, too. Adios, Pac-12. Yeah, it, you know, that's another element to this for the diamond sports that's actually – it's it's potentially equalizing for the northern schools in the Big Ten because what you can do from a scheduling standpoint is play conference games early in the schedule and play at those West Coast schools. And so now all of a sudden the Michigans, Michigan States, Iowa's, you name it, of the world, maybe we'll see them get better at some of these diamond mm-hmm. sports. So, again, uh, a, a show that started with the potential, what's the best way to put this, survival of the Pac-12 ends with, it, with its death. It looks like Arizona is bound for the Big 12. I mean, everyone, I think, is assuming Arizona State and Utah are going with them, but you know, I, I don't know if those offers are out there for those teams yet, but Again, so far, I never thought the Oregon-Washington thing would happen in the Big Ten. I mean, never. I could not have been more wrong. And here we are. Um, Lloyd writes, all right, a couple quick twi- uh, texts before we get out of here. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Uh, Lloyd writes, guys need to do a top ten list or poll on defensive players that BV has helped put into the NFL. I see what you're saying. In other words, guys who maybe didn't have the best measurables, and then boom, Brent Venables puts them in the NFL. I'll start. Tanner Muse from the 918. Some guy on Twitter deduced that Winari was OU bound because of the order of the school logos and that the pictures aren't lined up except for OU. I told him it was a reach at best. 
oh, guys, that's my kind of overanalyzation of a graphic or a video. That, that dude and I need to be friends, buddy. Uh, the 918, SEC poaches A&M from the Big 12. Big 10 poaches Nebraska from the Big 12. SEC poaches Missouri from the Big 12. Pac-12 poaches Colorado from the Big 12, on and on. It all stems from Texas A&M. Actually, the Nebraska move to the Big Ten was a year before the A&M move to the SEC. So, uh, point the finger at the Big Red in. How's that? Did uh, Colorado leave at the same time as Nebraska? Nebraska left, and then Colorado was right after. And then A&M yeah. and Missouri. The next year. The yeah. next offseason. Well, not the next year, but it was a little bit later. Uh, 5809 writes, Big Ten scared SEC is going to move on Clemson and Florida State, so they're trying to get ahead of never-ending expansion. Yeah, that's that's correct. I think that's a very interesting angle. And the Big Ten owns the West Coast now. Oh, it does. Guaranteed Plank goes on vacation in college football announces a 64, no, 68-team tournament to end the season. What a day to go out on, though, for me, right? Yeah. Who How knows? This? When you come back, maybe the SEC will be up to 20 members. <laughs> That's right. All these great texts we had from hour one about the Pac-12 surviving and feeling nostalgic about it. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Oregon and Washington are headed to the Big Ten. Uh, Steelman will be all over it next as he is out at Riverwind Casino. Have a great weekend, Josh. You too, man. Have a great vacation, buddy. Yeah, it's going to be hell, but I'll enjoy it. We'll see. <laughs> I will you. miss you. I'll see you a week from Monday. Josh, back on Monday right here on the Home Sooner Fans.